0: Hello, residents of Meepletown. This is Dean. And better, Johnny. And today we're going to talk about a couple games Jonathan and I have been playing together, and then we're going to do our top five big, small games, whatever that is. (laughs) So thanks for joining us for episode 128. All right, Meepletown. It's it's the host that you've been waiting for. That's right. You hear Jonathan's name mentioned probably more than Johnny Pack. There's got to maybe we should keep some. I kind think of I must be the more,
1: most mentioned in Meeple Town. That
0: has to be. Yeah. That has to be the case. So this is our friend Jonathan or our buddy Jonathan. Uh, I don't know. We've probably used that. I think it's my friend. Yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> on Discord though, it's it's their friend Jonathan. That's right. That's <laughs> right.
0: So so Jonathan has been on the show before. I got COVID uh, maybe two years ago. Yeah. And and Jonathan came down and filled. Do you remember what you did for it that episode? Was it was Toongaroo. It was
1: was the game. I don't remember if we did a list with that or not. Y'all had some comedian on a segment.
0: Okay, okay. I, I don't remember who it was. I think Grant Lyon was on for that episode, too. I don't think I listened been. to my own episode, to be uh, honest. You don't want to hear your own voice. <laughs> no, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. So, I know that it was the Tungaroo episode because yes. I have that game. And <laughs> you've never played it. It's never been played because no one will play with me. Yeah, I sold mine. <laughs> John, you Soldiers, Johnny Meepletown didn't want to play it with me, so. Yeah. There, there it is. But. I'm glad you're on. Jonathan, I'm, I want to talk a little bit about you, and then we'll jump into our games. Ooh. We're, we're going to try. We're going to try to keep this as a normal like 45-minute sure. episode. Normal. <laughs> normal, he says.
1: Normal, is in I'm trying to fill Johnny Meeple Town shoes. That's right. So I've got to bring the silliness a little bit.
0: Yeah, because I'm lame, and then we need some <laughs> sort of entertainment on here for sure. All right, you are the one that we kind of got each other into the hobby a little bit, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you're... It's weird cuz in my head I feel like you're the one who got me into the hobby, but it was it was it was pretty early on in your getting into the hobby too, I feel like. Yes. Like you I know for a while you told me about Marvel Legendary. You're like you got to play this game, you got to play this game, you got to play this game. And
0: that was like your number one played game or ish. It's my
1: number 3 played game technically. Okay. Uh, okay. Cuz Catan, just for a quick background I guess. We got into Catan around 2012 or 13. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt Winneborg is actually the one who introduced us. He talks about Matt a few times on the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, And we played once, and Aaron won, my wife, and she's never played again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how that goes. But our family played it for about two or three years uh, before we actually discovered other games. And I think part of that was because we played Ticket to Ride and Carcassonne, and I did not like either one. And <laughs> so I was like, "Why would we play anything but Catan?" Right, being right. a curmudgeon before my time. And uh, but now then, you introduced us to Castles of Burgundy.
0: That was the first one. Okay, uh, okay. I think Puerto
1: Rico was technically before that.
0: Well, we, that's all I remember all we want to talk about, about. about
1: that game is that Bill got a lot of corn and won. <laughs> That's all I remember. I haven't played. I play I have played it since then now. And I, I can, like I like it now. It's just back then I was like,
0: Ugh, what is this? I can tell you the story and that's that I taught it during a It was like a friend's thing. I, they were playing Catan. And okay. remember it took the whole time for me to teach you the game that yeah, it took them to was, play a full game of Catan. I didn't know what I was doing. It was rough. But <laughs> it ends up being, you know, one of my top games and right, I right. still love that game a whole lot. But then yeah, yeah but then Castle and then Castles of Burgundy.
1: And that one I was like, oh my goodness. Games are awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and then Marvel Legendary was shortly after that, and then I got way too into Marvel Legendary. Uh, but yeah, the only other game I have played more than that is The Crew. But that almost doesn't count because yeah, those are shorter those are games. Short. And you, uh,
0: but for long games, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, and then so we also back in the day we we did play a lot of whatever. Which yeah, you and I still kind of do anyway. I right. feel like with when I play games with John, I don't play a lot of you know. The Zombicide type games.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot Zombicide. Yeah, well, we were really into that for so a while. So it was it was like this weird like shortly after we started playing those kind of games, it was like Zombicide, then Blood Rage, then like there was there was multiples, and then we would play, we played the crud out of just four or five of those for a while. Yeah, and then it kind of just exploded. I think it was probably, I mean, it was 2017. It was because this was all pre me finding my local game group. Yep. Yeah, because I was yeah. just playing with my family and then basically you. Yep. Mm-hmm. um and some other friends you know but that was
0: it yeah and even that was you know not a consistent thing it was no. whenever we could uh, and
1: we would almost f- always be like hey we're gonna have a blood rage day right <laughs> and then right. would you know play four games of blood rage for the entire day and yes. you know, go eat crappy fast food yeah. <laughs> that's that was pretty much it that's what we did was there was one i
0: remember we played back-to-back terra mystica oh and, yeah and i think both of those took about Somewhere between three and four hours. Oh yeah, uh, it was the first time, uh, my first time playing. I th- you had played it. I before, played it, I think.
1: Like we played it like three times before that. But yeah, and it was. I think it was a five player game. It was or a was lot. A, it was. It was. It was big. at least four. At, at least, least four. four.
0: Does Tamaris could play five?
1: I'm guessing. I'm second guessing myself now.
0: Yeah, it was. The, it was the same group. At least the same group that had played the infamous game of Blood Rage. It wasn't the same time, but it was right. me, you, Steven, who hopefully will will and be on the show at some Scott, point, and I think, Scott. Yeah, and you know. I always talk about the Blood Rage game on here where Scott scored like negative <laughs> <-7 laughs> seven points. <Yeah>. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> In his defense he knew it was gonna be bad and he just
1: like leaned into the into the turn there. That is true. That is went true. Went all out on just blowing and like killing everything.
0: <laughs> he doesn't listen to the podcast at all, so I can say whatever no, I want about yeah. Scott. You can talk as
1: much crap as you want, it's fine. <laughs>
0: But okay, but now you play you still play if I said, Hey Jonathan, let's play Rum and Bones, for example. Yes. You and I would play that. Oh, hundred percent. But you also that's not your go-to. You you tend to play heavier games. My rule is I will play anything once. Yeah.
1: Unless it's social deduction.
0: <laughs> that's fair. At that's which fair.
1: at which point you have to really convince me to play it. Yeah. If it's got some other game to it, that's fine. But like I'm never playing Secret Hitler again. You you just can't convince me to do it.
0: So we're not gonna convince you to play Battlestar Galactica this weekend. <sighs>
1: it's one of those that like it's because it's so like a big thing in the hobby i feel like at some point i need to play that one once but i'm not excited about
0: it it's excellent is it it's i well i like it but if you don't like social deduction i don't know if you're gonna like it but it's still it's a different type of category than like secret hitler right right it's not full on that because it is a cooperative game you are trying to get the ship to the destination so for
1: instance argent i don't know if you've ever played argent Uh no. Uh -uh. So there's deduction in that you have to like all of the scoring is based on hidden you don't you don't everybody knows different things that score and Mm -hmm. you kinda have to pay attention. It's it's a little less social, but there's some deduction in like figuring out what they're doing and like I like that kind of stuff. That's fine. I just don't like the you're a traitor, no you're a traitor, no you're a traitor, and that's the entire game. Yeah. Like I'm just like, hey, I don't know what anybody is.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So I've played a lot of the one night werewolf, which I still enjoy, but only because it's a really quick game. Yeah, but you're right. It's 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 it is not that. So with Battlestar, it's not that. With uh, Feed the Kraken, for example, it's not that. There's a right. different. Like element. I would give
1: those a shot. Yeah. It's the it's the secret of Hitler ones that I'm just not interested in. That's all. fair. That's so. fair. But yeah, I mean, my my main go to is anything probably from like a two point seven five to like a four and a half euro. Yeah. Rating on BGG. Yeah. Uh, but I like all the Ameritrash stuff still. I mean, like you said, Roman Bones is still great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Or like Star Wars: Rebellion's one of my favorite games. Yeah, and that's not Euro at all.
0: Right, which so. is funny because you are really a a good mix between between John and I. I mean, really. Yeah. I, I yeah. think, and I, I like some heavier games too, but they have to make sense to me. Like, I, I right, I'd like to have theme in those games. If it, you know, I don't want to just do stuff. And I just like to feel like my brain's on fire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. that's that's where we differ. That is where we differ. But you're one of my favorite people to play games with. Because you will play anything, <laughs> but you're also one of my least favorite people to play with. <laughs> because you destroy me. Here comes the reputation all that all the damn time <laughs>
1: everybody talks about this, and it it's not true. Steph Hodge <laughs> whips me regularly. Well, okay, the so. worst is when I'm playing games with both of you. Oh and then yeah, you're no, both it's bad. Destroying me.
0: <laughs> it's bad. And then I mean, there's others in there too. Lots of people beat me. It's why yeah. like, it's one of the reasons I like playing games with John because he's terrible. He's awful, <laughs> awful at games. That's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he does a little mini celebration every time he beats me and yeah. it's just it's so funny. And and honestly like you would think that's like something I wouldn't feel good about, but actually I really feel good about that because when he's making such a big deal out of beating me, it means that he doesn't ever beat me.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's actually mollifying to me. <laughs> so, Jonathan, if you play games with Jonathan, you have to know him too. You won't do this for everybody, but because you know us, you can talk some good smack. Oh yeah, 100%. But if you know that it's not necessarily getting to somebody. I don't know. You can really lean into that, I oh, yeah. guess. And not in a jerky way. That's the thing about you. I love that you, you're not a jerk, but you can be that way just to get yeah. at somebody, and I love that. So you you have to mix it in with
1: a healthy dose of self-deprecation. Yeah. <laughs> as, long as, as long as you're making fun of yourself as much as you are going off on somebody else, then it's fine. But no, I, it's, it's one of those things where it's like uh, more of just guys hanging out. Yeah, you know, talking crap. Like uh-huh. I don't, I don't do that with everybody. In fact, like especially with newer people in the hobby, like I'm very cognizant that I can be that way. Yes, <laughs> so yeah. I pull back because I want everybody to love it. I want everybody to have a good time. Yeah. Um. So I'm only going to rib you if I know it's it's part of the experience.
0: Yeah, but it's know? great yeah. in certain games when it is everybody kind of ripping each other. Oh yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Okay, speaking of destroying me in games, we're going <laughs> to talk about a couple of games that that you taught me. Uh, the first one. We'll talk about two. So th- we right. just played these before we we're recording, and so I've only played these once. You've played these multiple at least times. the second one multiple yeah. times. Um, so the first one, let's talk about Boomerang first. I don't even know if I had the, the right one pulled up. We played Boomerang USA. US? Is yep. that how, what it's called? Okay. Tell yeah. us Tell us about that one. Uh, so in Boomerang
1: USA, it is a draft and write. So if you're familiar with any of the and write category, like Welcome to or Cartographers or Hadrian's Wall, et cetera. If you listen to this podcast, Dean just did an episode on that. And spoiler alert.
0: It would have made my <laughs> list. I, I, I really wish I would have played this beforehand.
1: Yep. Um, so basically all you're doing is you're drafting cards. Your first card that you put down is your throw card because you're throwing a boomerang. And I know it's the U.S. version, which is not thematic at all because boomerangs are very Australian. But I don't have the Australian one, so we're playing the U.S.
0: one. I've seen a boomerang. I, I have actually US. thrown a boomerang. There and you go. It so did not come back.
1: So I don't know what I did wrong. And it was like a legit, like somebody got it from Australia and brought it back and it didn't come back to me. So We're I, in
0: the wrong hemisphere, I think is what it is. Uh,
1: what maybe I should have thrown it the other way. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. It's like the toilets. Right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, So the first card you put face down so nobody can see it and it is your throw card. And then eventually after you draft seven cards, your last card is going to be your catch card. And in the USA version, that means that the number on the card at the end has to be higher than the one you started with in order to get the points off the first card Um, other than that there's several different types of symbols on the cards you're going to score them in various ways you're also trying to mark off the cities for each card you draft each each card i should have explained this each card is a city so like you'd have washington dc and it would have some symbols on it Um, and you mark off that spot on the map of the u.s that you have in front of you on your little and right sheet Um, and you're going to score for each one that you mark off as well as you're trying to build a route from coast to coast um, and then there's also regions, and there's four. On the USA one, there's four locations each region. The first person to fill in the region is going to get some points too. So it's kind of a little point um a little bit of route building, but the drafting part is what I like. Yeah. Uh, I just have really – drafting games have grown on me a lot over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, for their speed and the fact that you feel like you play a bigger game, which is something we're going to talk about here in a little bit, yeah, yeah. Um, than what you do. And then the roll-and-write stuff is just... I, I feel like it's one of those things that you can play with anybody. Like, this game, you could really just teach this to anybody, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I like... It, it, it seems like you could really expand this in a lot of different directions because you can oh, yeah. just put different symbols on there. You can, you know, do different things with the map. I oh, like yeah. that a lot. So that, 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 got, <laughs> that has me excited to, to play the, the other versions yeah. of this. If
1: it wasn't grill games, they could do a whole lot more versions. <laughs> But, mm, yeah, uh, but I'm that's not going to sure, happen.
0: <laughs> pretty sure they're going under, right? Or they're done or I believe that's right. Now I, I am seeing, so I'm looking at some pictures of the Europe version on here, and this is done by Madigo in Europe. So, and so in, maybe
1: Madigo will keep it
0: going. Then. It could be because they have you know some of their stuff that comes over here, but I don't know if all of their stuff comes over here.
1: You can always order it. I've ordered stuff from Madigo's website. Um, that's true. It's the I mean, it's shipping's a little more because it's a French company, I think. Yes. Um, yeah. But I have definitely, that's how I got Bad Company before everybody else had it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Which is ironic because that's the game I traded for Glory to Rome. Huh. It was that one and like one other game that I definitely got the better end of that deal. But
0: you couldn't find Bad Company. Yeah. So they yeah. really wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I They might be regretting that at this moment. Uh, I, so. no. <laughs> I, I haven't played Bad Company. So I've actually, that's one that I've wanted to play. It's fine. <laughs> so, okay, if you were, not that I'm asking you to give your top, five roll and rights but you you feel pretty good about this. this is one of your favorites
1: i'm pretty sure it's in the top five the only ones i can think of off the top of my head that i know are higher would be hadrian's wall and cartographers okay yeah um like i said it's probably about the same as welcome to for me mm-hmm. um but i've i've played welcome to a lot more so i feel like i would rather play this one now that
0: is there sense. another is there another drafting rolling right game or not rolling right is there another draft and right game that you can think of Nothing really comes to my mind that, so this is a very unique game. You mm. know, the what you're doing with the drafting is not necessarily that unique. It's just straight up drafting. You're looking at symbols and getting points through that. Taking a card and passing the decks. But then adding in the, the your personal map and drawing on there and, and completing routes and completing sections. Yeah, I can't that, think of any off the top
1: of my head, but yeah.
0: I, I, Which is a surprise. With the explosion of all these writing games, seems like this would have been done more. And I think there's a lot of space for this. Yeah.
1: And the weird thing is, it's not a new game. Like right. It's 2018
0: the Al- is the original release that I, I believe I'm right for on Australia
1: that. for the Australian one or for, for the, the Australia, Australia one. one. Yeah. Yeah. That's Scott um, Alms,
0: by the way, that that designed this one. Oh, too, I didn't which, realize that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I uh, unless the original one was something somebody different, but I, at least the Europe one was was Scott Alms that I'm looking at. Okay. I like this one though. I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. I would like to pick these up and and see the differences between the different ones. And uh, it's got a space. I just really, I hate that I didn't play this before <laughs> we did our list a couple of weeks ago. I don't think that, uh, yeah, I don't think that was talked about at all, right? Uh-uh, it wasn't. Yeah, Keith, I don't Which is might. why I brought
1: it today, because I, I knew you, I'd listen to that episode and I knew you hadn't talked about it. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad you did. This was, this was definitely worth the play. Now, the other one is a, is a game that has been on my want-to-play list for years now, at least, well, this came out in 2005 initially. Yeah. That is The, the Biggie. Glory to Rome. Yes, this is not the black box version. This nope. is the other one, crappy which clip people art say <laughs> they don't like <laughs> the clip art. Yeah, the crappy clip art version. I liked it. I actually liked the um, the look of it. So I'm gonna
1: my biggest issue with it compared to the black box version is something that is silly, <laughs> and is it's almost like an OCD thing. I hate the box. I hate the clamshell mm, plastic. Yeah. You know, it's, it doesn't look good on a shelf. It has to be hidden behind other games. Like, that black box is just nice. Like yeah. It just looks good. Yeah. Um, if I was artistic in any way, I would create my own <laughs> box for this. But that is beyond my capabilities. So. Well,
0: and there are ways that you can go and print this off. This is one that it seemingly is never going to get printed again. No, it's uh, not. Taking it, taking it with them to the grave is... The, I, I don't know if it's the... It's designed by Carl Chodick and Ed Carter. Yeah. And they don't want to reprint it at all, nope. and, which is unfortunate because it is a good game. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. But um, you can... There are people... There are files available where you can go out and print yeah. this off. And there's actually a white box version. I don't know if you saw that No, one. I didn't. Yeah. Um, you can actually... If you wanted to, Jonathan, you can go on here... Find the white box files, just the box files, and then use that as your box.
1: To print a b- box. That's so maybe maybe
0: that would be, if you really hate the box that I much. I hate it so like, much. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually
1: got mine in the terraforming Venus Mars Venus expansion box because oh, yeah, the card yeah.
0: sleeve don't even fit back in that clamshell plastic box. Oh yeah, that's unfortunate. Just, that's unfortunate. <laughs> okay, so tell us about this one. I'm a, since you taught me this one, just give us yeah, the, the kind a of, of the brief review. synopsis. Uh,
1: so this is broken combos, the game, there we or go. Uh, you know, multi-use card mania, I guess. So I- every card has multiple uses. Um, you can use them to build them as buildings. When you build a building, it's going to give you both influence, which is points, and also um, it's going to give you a power, typically. And the the more expensive buildings are much better. Um, in fact, one of the cards just straight up ends the game <laughs> if it's built. So that's one of the ways the game ends, which is actually... I wasn't sure how I'd feel about that, but after losing the first time to somebody building that card, I really enjoyed it because me not paying attention to what they were doing cost me the game. Because right. you could see that they've got it on the table.
0: And it takes a little while, probably. Yeah. It if they're throwing out their material that they need, yeah. then that's a bad strategy. And it's,
1: it's one of the more expensive cards. But right. I was just too dumb to look at the card that was sitting in front of them. <laughs> um, but basically, on your turn, you're going to be picking an action by playing a card from your hand. Everybody around the table can follow. Um, that action, which is a mechanic I like more and more these days, mm. especially for if the actions are not too complex. Right. Um, because it keeps everybody engaged the whole time and it gives you an extra layer of thought on what you're going to be doing with your cards. Um, and on top, uh, besides building cards to get points, you're also going to be gathering materials and putting in your stockpile and then eventually moving those, uh, material over to a vault, uh, where you're going to both score points for the cards and also for majorities for whoever has the most in each vault. Um, and that's pretty much it. But the the crux of the game really is building those buildings, getting the powers, abusing those powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I, I guess I didn't mention the patriot the patrons, which is like you you get to put a card tucked on the left side of your board, and those give you like more power for when you're doing the action, and also more power for when you're following somebody else. So instead, I'm going to play a card to follow. If you've already got that card as a patron, you can just follow their action without playing a card.
0: Right, right. <laughs> Which is a big part of the game. A huge part of the game that that I... That's a big reason why I lost the game is not being able to have those cards in my uh, yes. patron stack. But but for me, it wasn't a, a fault of the game or it didn't leave a bad taste in my mouth. What it did is it made me really want to immediately play the game again. <laughs> right. We didn't have time to do that because we had to record. But there's so much to this game. It's a simple game. The, the way it plays yeah. out is very simple but the combos that you talk about the different strategies even with mm-hmm. that you don't you know you can focus more on getting things in your vault you can focus more on like you said getting those different right. uh, patron uh, taking the patron action and getting those those cards uh, off to the side of your clientele i i really enjoy this game a lot yep. I, I thought this was a lot of fun and it it always in my mind seemed like it was more complex than it actually is. Yeah, it's really not. It's really not complex at all, but yeah. once you once you grasp what those actions do, the complexity really comes in knowing the actions on the cards because yeah. there's a lot of cards that you're going to take into your hand over the course of a game. And I I, honestly, and I don't know if this is bad strategy, I didn't read all of the cards (laughs) because it it probably is. Yeah. But at some point. But I mean, for your first play, I get that. Yeah. At some point, if you get to the point where you know the cards, you can Mm -hmm. just look at it and say, okay, I know that this is going to combo really well with this. Right. For me, I was in my mind, I was like, I'd like to be able to get more cards than four cards in my hand. Here's a card that lets me have an additional four cards. Let me work on this. It took me, you know, an hour and a half to to build that, but I got it out there, and then
1: the game was over. Yep. Yeah, that's the problem with those, like, increase your hand cards and stuff, is you're not really getting any abilities out of those. I mean, it's nice, especially if you can pump one of those out really early, and that's that's what we talked about in playing the game. It played a little differently than the other ones we that I've played personally, because yeah. normally somebody gets a card down early and tries to build it early, and we both had, like, five under construction at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So... It, was, it just played out differently, which yeah. I like. I like it when games are like that, um, which I'll actually, in a minute, when we talk about our list, I'm going to talk about how one of those games can play out really differently than I thought, mm. um, which is something that I really enjoy in games, is like when somebody brings a strategy to the table that I was like, that can't work, and then it works.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a difficult thing to do. A lot of games can be on rails, I guess, yes. in that sense, in that you only really have one to two strategies to take, and it's whoever does that better. Yep. I tend to like games that that is, you know, a lot more open than that. That are you me know, too. That are yeah. more open. So, okay, is this a is this a top fifty, top one hundred game for you, or is it one that you're just like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> So I do a top one hundred list every year. Yes. I don't
1: remember. I know it's in my top one hundred. Okay. I want to okay. say I, I want to say it was around fifty. I want to say it was midway through somewhere in that area. But okay. yeah, I mean obviously it's a game I really like. Yeah. Um yeah. It's great.
0: Yeah, I I mm, really wish this one would get reprinted. I actually I have the files somewhere to print this off. And now yeah. I might have to go and do that. I might have to get it printed off. Because it's some one point.
1: of those games you can really like people who are just I, don't, I wouldn't teach it to new players, like yeah. new new players. Yeah. But people who are just like just kind of in the hobby, even mm-hmm. can play this easily.
0: And it's one that you it has tons of legs on it. Oh and yeah, so you this so could many be cards. a really could be kind of a lifestyle game where you play mm-hmm. this always, and you're you're not gonna do the same. You're thing not gonna, gonna the do time. the same thing because mm-hmm. there's so many cards and they all have different abilities on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, such a good game. Now, have you real quick? and We'll move on to our top five list. But did, have you played Matai and I? I have it.
1: It's on my shelf of shame. It's okay. been on my shelf of shame for
0: five years. Maybe that's when we should play this weekend, actually. Oh, I would please, love to play that. I would love to get that done. If, if somebody can teach, <laughs> Steph is going to be there, and she's played all the games, and she yeah. can probably teach it. But I, I would It's l- really not a whole lot different.
1: Okay. Um. In fact, I got the expansion for it, too. Okay. Because <laughs> there's so, like a, is that the whatever deluxe or whatever, what it has the extra stuff in I there? I don't know. There's too many versions of that for me yeah. to understand what's what. There's like a mini version, but you can also get the expansion. I don't know. I, I've got one of them, and it has all the cards. Okay. <laughs> That's and what I, I know.
0: Another one that kind of gets lumped in that category a little bit is import-export, which I have on my shelf of shame. Um, I don't even know what that is. So Yeah, I might have to bring that if I can learn the rules. It's yeah. different, but it has the same idea, and it gets okay. compared to these a lot, too. It's interesting. Different designer, too, for that one. So, yeah. Okay. Well, w- hopefully, we'll get that played. But as for now, Glory to Rome is a pretty fantastic game. It's awesome. All right. Let's talk about our top five little big games. <laughs> Biggie, small games. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about our top five. Big, small games? Biggie, small games. (laughs) Biggie, small games. I do like that. That is a good name for it. But it doesn't mean anything. And so when we talked about this, we were just texting, and it was a, I don't even know how we described it. It was something along the lines of, like, big game, small Small, games that
1: feel big. Or short games that make you feel like you've played a bigger game.
0: That's what it was. It was short games. And so here is the distinction of our list. I was actually (laughs) thinking smaller package like smaller box also small playtime and so i it's possible my list would have been a little bit different if i was not thinking about
1: smaller packages yeah so
0: yeah okay all right (laughs) sorry i had to be that one's for john (laughs) so our list might seem a little bit different but i'm okay with my list because i have small playtime for the most part one of these is a little bit longer, but it is a small box game. My first one I, th- that I'm going to talk about.
1: Well, in irony, most of mine are smaller boxes, except one, <laughs> which is a bigger box. So That is true. It is, isn't it? Okay. Uh, so yeah, it kind of works out either way.
0: Okay. None of these are necessarily heavier games, but they are thinkier games. That was one of the other things yeah. I was thinking of is, uh, and I know this is a different list, but I still had this in my mind, something that's not necessarily a really complex game but has thinkier decisions with right. it. Um, so all of that's lumped up. I've got like three lists in one <laughs> list. So who is this going to help? Oh, Probably you nobody.
1: What other list you should have done is heavy games that are light, like heavy boxes. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: That would have been really good.
1: but Light games. Ooh, i like of Like Foundations know? That would have been my number one for sure. Uh, which, by the way, you need to bring next weekend because I haven't played it yet. Okay. Yes, I will do so. that. I will do that for <laughs> sure.
0: Oh, man. I, can we go to my house then? <laughs> do I need to come over and yes, help you lift it up? Maybe so, yes. <laughs> okay. I might need some help on that one. All right. I'm going to start this off because Jonathan's list is probably better than mine. Ah, um, are we going
1: to do honorable mentions first?
0: Uh, let's do Run that at the them. end. Let's try okay. to remember that at okay. the end. No and, and some of you, yours that you talk about will be honorable mentions for mine. Okay. My first one I'm going to talk about is the longer game. It's listed as 60 to 90 minutes, but I will say if you're playing a two-player game, I we can play in under an hour. hour. I feel pretty confident in that. Okay. This is a newer game that came out this last year called Solar Sphere. Okay. And this is a to Games game, and uh, so we did a Kickstarter preview for this game, then we have the final version of it as well. In this game, you are it actually has a little bit of feel to uh, Alien Frontiers, which I've not played. <laughs> I have. Okay, there we go. So this might be familiar okay. where you're going to take dice and you're going to be using those dice for the different actions. So I can take this okay. action if it's, you know, if it's an odd die or if it's an even die or if it's, you know, uh, whatever. Like that's kind of how the placement works for this. But you're going to take your dice, you're going to roll them, then you're going to put them on your board and then you're going to be taking the actions based on the the dice that you have. The whole purpose of the game, really, is that you're trying to build up these panels on the sun so that you can harness the energy ah. and, and all of that. But each of the different panels on the sun has uh, has resources that you're going to have to pay. You pay those resources, flip that over, get the points and all that. You're also going to be building up your... Uh, characters for this, you're you're gonna have some some special abilities, some engine building piece on this. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I actually think you would like this game. the The neat thing is, you also have these drones, and I think this is the coolest part of this game. You have these little uh, white cubes that are drones. And they do like anything, basically. They, mm. they have all these different purposes that you can use them for, uh, for manipulating dice and all that. You can send them out and take bigger actions. And so that's cool. you want to get as many drones as you can because they're going to help you in a, in a lot of different ways. And I think that's a cool, unique element to the game. I picked this game because it's a smaller box, but it does have a huge feel to it.
1: So they're almost like wild bonuses then. Yes. That's an interesting... It's very unique.
0: It's huh. it's unique. Now, it has been a while since stuff. I have played this game, so there are some things that I'm probably getting wrong and forgetting yeah. about. There's also some, some set collection and tags and things like that that you have going on. Can I ask, is it a game where you score not a lot of points or a game where you score more? It's... I don't remember the scores that we have on this, honestly. So, okay. the, the, the panel, you're getting scores for the panels. You're also, you have these battles that happen, um, that are happening with these different ships. It's okay. a, you know, since it's taking place in space. And so, you can get, yeah, there's a lot of different ways to score okay. points. I'll say that. That's, so. that's
1: my one hang up with Alien Frontiers is that the winner scores like seven. I just. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not like that. I'm not, not uh, at all. Post Catan days, <laughs> I'm just not a huge fan of games where that's the case because it feels like. There's not a lot of differentiation in what you do. I don't know. I know. I know it's a, it's a silly thing to mark a game down for, but it's just one of my personal pet peeves. Oh,
0: I feel that way. Where you where you feel like you're doing a ton, but you're not actually not getting a lot of any, points
1: for it. Nothing's working for you. Yeah, I feel that way with
0: you. negative point games for sure. Yeah. Feast um, for Odin's the exception on that, I guess, ah. because you know you can, can score a lot of points in that. if you're You good can at it. for sure. You can also <laughs> do garbage things. You can. <laughs> If I remember right, on your list you have a game coming up that is one oh, of those 100%, games, big time yes, one of those 100%. games. One hundred percent. So anyway, let me stop there. That's my number five, Solar Sphere. I, if I get a chance, if we get a chance, maybe I'll bring that one this weekend. That that could cool. be one that you like to. Yeah, I'd give it a shot.
1: All right, my number five is Village Rails. This is one that Dean, I think y'all talked about this in the
0: podcast, right? We did. Yep. Yeah. It was my number six, by the way.
1: Oh, spoiler! Awesome.
0: Just right off the bat, I'm throwing it out.
1: There. Um, in Village Rails, you are buying cards from a card row but there's two different card rows one of them is the cards that you're going to i guess it's kind of draft it's more of an open draft instead of like a closed hand draft but um you're going to take a card and you're going to put it in your three by four grid um and they're going to have different symbols on there that are going to score for different in different ways and then you can also purchase a card that's going to go along the outside of these rails um that are scoring cards for that particular rail and this is why it's an awesome game I love games where you do the same thing every time, but you get to decide how you score. Mm, so that yeah. is one of my favorite. Yeah. Now, that is one of my favorite mechanics because the game is not going to play out terribly different every time, but you can have wildly different results <laughs> based on how you get those cards. Yep. Um, and that's also where the thinkiness in this comes in because you're really only drafting 12 cards over the course of a game. Yep. So it's short. Mm-hmm. But, man, you can get some really good combos, or you can really just poop the bed
0: (laughs) in this game. And And I have done both. (laughs) You can decide to do a little bit of the, okay, this is maybe a little bit of a throw-off to get these points, but it's going to set me up for something later, which I like a lot. Yeah, because um,
1: when you finish those routes, you're also going to get some coins based on some, it's almost like coin objective cards in your hand Mm -hmm. that get you money. And so some of the routes, you're just going to be throwaway routes. We are just trying to get some money fast. And you're really building – typically, if you're good, you're going to try to build up two or three of the routes yep. to really score a bunch of your points. Um, it's just awesome. Yeah. I, I, and the box is tiny. I, I love – I'm I'm getting to where because my game room is full. Yes. <laughs> if I could get these games that are small boxes and also bring that – like pack that
0: punch, I, I love it. Yeah. So. I'm with you. You know, this I didn't think about this while we were playing it, but – boomerang has a little bit of that element where you can choose where you're scoring too yeah and i didn't i think that's a big reason why i like that game it didn't click with me until just now but you you can't do everything perfectly well necessarily but you can choose to like forego this so you can do these other points yes okay it's great okay all right so that was that was number five village Rails. rails yep my number four is a steve finn games game now I, I there are certain companies I think that that do this well where yes. it's like a smaller box game or or like a smaller time frame game but there's a lot of thinkiness to it and so I actually could have picked several Nanga Parbat was really close to being on my list and I was like I can't just put all Steve Finn games games right. on there. So I'll, I'll say Nangapar, but it was probably a top 10 one if I had to if I had to guess. I haven't played that one either. Okay, that's a really fun one. This one is a it was a reprint. It's Cosmic Run Regeneration, is the one I'm gonna talk about. I haven't played that either. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Oh, good. I'm good. I've actually not you played some...
1: a lot of Steve Finn. I know Biblios and the Quill and Parchment. Yes. I
0: think that's it. I think that's the only Steve Finn games. I've Ooh, ever played. okay. Okay. There's Just some good ones. So you know. <laughs> All right. Uh I've got a lot of a lot of games to introduce you to at some yeah. point. Um in Cosmic Run Regeneration, you are also rolling dice and you're placing them on your uh, on these different locations, and you're going to be moving up tracks. Now, this is you know you know how I am. I like I like moving <laughs> Me up tracks. I'm in. <laughs> uh, the neat thing is there's a race element. You've got these six different planets that you're racing to. Eventually, those planets are going to get closed off for for different reasons. You know, I can I can reach that planet before you, and I'm going to get. More points, or it can close off just from uh, events that will okay. will make it close off, and then whoever's farthest along on those different tracks, there's also is going to get the the points for that, and uh, that that's kind of the the main gist of it. There's other things to it. There's also these, I think they're called ally cards that you can you can take. So if one might have a cost of a six die, so I put a six die on there to take that card. If I do that. Again, I'm moving up on the track that I want to be able to move up on. And, uh, and all the tracks are, are unique in that uh, actually kind of like the Solar Sphere game that I just talked about. So I can take a die and put it on this planet, but those two dice have to match. And if they uh, match, okay. then I can move them up. And It's so a little puzzle so, element. Yeah, each planet has one of those different puzzles. Huh. And again, if you're taking one of the ally cards, it's giving you a bonus so that you can do some engine building there but you're ah. also because it's a pretty fast game you don't want to get a ton of allies and have this huge engine and not be able to use it right. because somebody's already screeched up this track and so there's that el- the push your luck element that comes with that as well so I, I really enjoy this one I've not played the original one this is the the reboot that happened oh goodness not that long ago so a few years back I guess maybe two or three years ago uh, 2018 is when this one released at five woof. <laughs> time time is fast anyway so that's cosmic run regeneration my number four and that's a small box too right it is yeah yeah all of mine are smaller boxes cool uh
1: my number four is uh one we've talked about (laughs) uh a few minutes ago it's glory to rome yes (laughs) so that actually wasn't on purpose (laughs) we were just i was just bringing some short games to teach them because we didn't have a lot of time this morning um but, yeah, Glory to Run, I don't think we really need to expound on that too much more. We've talked about it enough, but yeah, um, for a small box, short time, it's great.
0: Yeah. No, it does. It'll, a little bit of a table hog, especially if you're playing with a, little a bit, higher yeah. player count. Um, it, if you can keep it tidy, maybe it's not a table <laughs> yeah, hog. it not. Do <laughs> I don't know how to keep it tidy because you're stuffing cards underneath things. Yeah, I
1: really need to. It. The version I have has this flat, like the, the player board is almost not even a board. It's like a giant card. Yeah. So I, eventually, I'm going to stick those uh, chair. I don't even know what they're called. The things that make it where you don't scratch your floors.
0: Yeah, the little little feet. And put them on the, Yeah, lever. the
1: feet, so that it's raised up, so you can slide the cards better. Because it annoys me. You have to pick that card up every time to slide cards under, and that's why it's messy. Yep. Yeah. So, I, I agree with that. This
0: was a great pick. Honestly, I've only played it once. <laughs> when I get this played more, that's probably going to screech up some some other list of mine. Maybe even a top list. The, the Big Daddy. Yeah, top I'm 50 glad that list. worked out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, your number, what was that? Was that number my number f- 4, Glory to Rome.
0: All right, my number 3 is a really small box game. This is a card game plays in about 20 minutes, so it it meets all of these different conditions. And it is Fantasy Realms. Oh, I didn't even think about Fantasy Realms. Uh-oh, got a list change going on right now.
1: I'm not going to be Johnny.
0: <laughs> this is actually one of the first ones that I thought. I just picked up the Marvel version of this not that long ago, too. In, in this game, it's pretty unique in that it's unique, but it's not, I guess you're, you're yeah. just set collecting. It's basically set collection, the board game where you are drawing, uh, either randomly or taking from the, the giant pile of cards right. in the middle of the table. And what you're trying to do is, is get the best, the best, uh, what's the word Sync sync. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you want them to synchronize. You want them to synchronize. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. <laughs> there you that's go. actually what <laughs> I was going. That's yeah. a word, right? Okay, yeah, it is. You're trying to get the best synchronicity <laughs> in your hand because you might say, if I have, I, I have a card that lets me have, you know, eight points for each army card that I have right. in my hand, and so I want to try to get a bunch of army cards, but I also want those army cards that I have to be able to give me other points in right. my hand because each card is going to score. Uh, at the end of the
1: at the end of the round, and most of the good cards have things that blank other cards. yes, yes. and so but part of it is also how do I make sure that I don't lose all of my points that I've worked so hard for? yeah,
0: yeah, so yeah and uh, all those things are really good it's it feels so good when you can get a really good hand and score you know hundreds of points. I mean, you hundreds. can score a ton of points in this game if you do it well. I think,
1: 286 is the highest I've seen. Okay. We play this a lot. Yeah. In in our game group because like if people are late, this is one of those we literally. I don't know why I didn't think about this. We literally pull it out like. I mean, I've played it probably five or six times this year already. Yeah,
0: you need to have this on your list. So probably.
1: <laughs> um, I haven't played the expansion yet, though. As much as we play it, because I don't have the expansion. Uh, I. I bought the bigger bot. I bought the new one. The okay. Deluxe yeah, one, yeah. Um Because I wanted the expansion, but we, we still haven't played it yet. And it all fits in one box, which is still not a big box.
0: The benefit of this one, of playing it several times, because I've played this a decent amount too, yeah. is that you can know what goes You've learned the what. combos. Oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: Anybody, anybody could play this game, but to play it well, um, you really need to play it more. Yep. And there's also some like almost shooting the moon. Like, like a few weeks ago when we played, I got the you have to have all the cards in order. Yes. Like one through seven to get 150 points. And I pulled it off and oh, it felt yeah. so good to pull yeah. that off. Um, Even if you
0: lose the round and get something like that, it feels oh, yeah. really It just good. feels
1: good it's to get 150 points from one card.
0: Yeah. The, the, <laughs> so, the, the, Marvel, the Marvel one, it, uh, it adds in villains. Yeah. And so you don't have to have the villain, but you everyone starts off with a villain yeah. and it's worth a lot of points, but, you, but it's got a lot of negative effects yeah, to I've it. I
1: played the Marvel and the Star Trek. Did not like the Star Trek. I've one. heard that. Okay. Uh, the Marvel one was good. It's a little more on the rails. Okay. So, like, the Marvel one, you're not going to score 150 points for a card. Okay, yeah. Um, Whereas Fantasy Realms, you are. So, if you you prefer those outlandish scores and stuff, maybe go with Fantasy Realms. But the Marvel one's great. It's probably
0: maybe a little uh, geared towards...
1: Uh, Marvel fans
0: well Marvel fans but also like it's a safer bet I feel like because you might yeah. not necessarily destroy somebody which you can destroy somebody you can destroy films. somebody or you can destroy yourself or you your You can go all in on something and not completely oh, and yeah. get nothing
1: there's, so. a, there's a card I really like in fantasy rooms you only end up with 7 cards yes but it uh-huh. gives you an 8th one that's random at the end
0: oh yeah <laughs> boy
1: that's pushing your luck because you draw <laughs> the card that blakes like 5 types of cards on that and you are done yes
0: <laughs> so but it's worth it it's worth it, it. <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it all of those are better than and Rising Sun, which I enjoy. Rising Sun, for me, anyway. Rising Sun's really fun. I think it adds too much for what I want in this type of game. So I Rising like the simplicity Sun. of this one. Oh, not Rising Sun. <laughs> that's sorry, a, that's a much different um, game. Red Rising, excuse <laughs> Red me. Red Rising. Yes, Red I actually R- liked Red Rising. No, I'm I did too. I did too. But I think I like the simplicity of this. Yeah, 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 not yeah. adding the extra elements of you know the right. different locations and all that. So. Yep. Anyway, that is my number three fantasy realms. Awesome. Uh, so, my number three is a
1: two-player only game, um, Targi, that uh, I think y'all talked about that recently, too. Did One when, when of the last ones, didn't John talk about Targi at some point? I think that's right, yeah. I don't um, remember what the list was, but I'm pretty sure it was... Or maybe he just, I think he he just, just played, played the expansion I think it's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Expansion's great, too. Um, this one's got a special place in my heart because when my daughter was born, it's when I discovered BGA. Yeah. <laughs> And I played the crud of yeah. <laughs> Targi on there. At one point, I was like number 30 on PGA. Whoa. And uh, it's funny when you when you play this game against people who haven't played it before. It plays out 100% differently than people who are super competitive at it. Mm. Because um, in Targi, which what it is, is it's a work placement game. There's, uh, I think it's 16 cards on the outside of the board. But the corners, you don't place workers on because you can't cross them that way but you're placing you're placing workers on cards on the outside where you're going to get those worker placement spots and then you're also going to get the get workers on the cards in the middle based on how they intersect with the um the columns and the rows and so when you play against people who haven't played it a lot you end up everybody just kind of goes for what they want when you play against people who have played it a lot it's more of what can I keep the other person from getting.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: Um, which I like both. It's just such an interesting dynamic when you're playing. Like on BGA, when you're playing against higher rated players, they almost always are like, nope, I'm not letting you have that. So I'm just taking this spot. Um, but it's just such a good game. And, and for something that's like just simple worker placement for the most part, because some of the spots are just like you get a resource. Right. Or it's just you get a card that you're fulfilling and you're placing it in your little card row. But the having to think through how they intersect in the middle just brings this whole other puzzly layer to worker placement mm-hmm. that most worker placements don't have, and I, I just love that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, honestly, part of me in my mind, I was like, I, I'm going to try to keep this list a little bit different. Targi is one that I probably would have put on my list, mm. but I know you so well to know this is going to oh, be yeah. on your list somewhere. This is in my top 25 games. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and nobody will play it with me. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but, but they should with the expansion cause I've only played the expansion once and oh, there that, we go. that changes it up because the reason why you can become so much better at this game than other people is that if you've got the order cards, I don't remember exactly what they're called, but the cards you're fulfilling to right. build out your card row. If you have those memorized the way I do, I mean, you just have an inherent advantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, it's like, it's like having all the Terraform Mars cards memorized. I mean, some people are just going to have that information, but with the expansion, it's all, it's all new cards. Right. You. So right. that would change. That changes it up quite a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this was a good pick. I, I probably top, I almost definitely top ten for me that it would have been in there. I haven't played this one enough, honestly, and it's been a few years since I've played it. I've played it a decent amount, but it's been a while. It's actually
1: probably been two years since I played it, so I may be rusty. Oh so wow! So this may be okay. the perfect oh, time man. to play. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm in.
0: I'm in. Although I'd still get destroyed, I'm sure. I'm gonna read some strategy before I play. it. There you it. go. All right, number two, your t- number. Uh, sorry, My your number, number three. three was target. Yep. My number two is a really quick game. And this was, this may have actually been, this in Fantasy Realms were probably the first two that I thought of. This is Blitzkrieg World War II yes. in 20 minutes. Now, I enjoy Caesar as well. Mm. I, I enjoy Blitzkrieg a little bit better, uh, a little bit more. I, both are really fun games and kind of scratch some of that same itch. Uh, in Blitzkrieg, you are going to be taking these tokens that you have behind your screen, and you're going to be putting them out onto the board taking the bonus of that spot you're putting it in and then also you've got this tug of war action going on in these different theaters in the in the war and so if i put the uh if i put my token down in you know the uh in in this theater over here whatever they are south asia or whatever i don't know what the what the different theaters are i will now have a possibility of getting victory points in that location because now that cube is closer to my side and so Jonathan doesn't want me to get too far away because I can get a lot of points I can also get some other kind of bonuses along the way more bonuses Um, but he also might want to go to you know African Middle East and and battle it out there and so I, I love that tug of war aspect I love the back and forth not just from those theaters but also from the different locations because it might be you know, this location is going to let me get another uh, another token to work with. Or it might let me have mm. one of these special yellow tokens that's a bigger bonus than the other ones. Right. And I don't want Jonathan to have that. And so there's a little bit of, it's not hate drafting, but it's hate kind of worker placement is what it feels like yeah. in that sense. Um, I want to take this spot before he does. And then once those different areas in the theaters... Um, trigger meaning you filled out all those locations you're going to get points that way as well so there's lots of ways to get points you can eliminate the other player or get them uh to uh, 25 points i think is what it is and whoever does that first is going to be the winner
1: yeah i was about to ask it's been a minute since i played this one honestly caesar i don't want to say it replaced it but when it came out like that just tended to be the one that we went to
0: Yep. They're very different They're games. They're very though, different games. But they have some of the same. Like it's almost core like. Do you like the same.
1: tracks or do you like area control more? Yes. So I
0: guess you choose tracks. Well, is, no, I both, both.
1: <laughs> well, I guess the, those are I my mean, two favorite, actually. <laughs> I know. Probably. That's what I was <laughs> thinking. But I mean, I guess too with Blitzkrieg, there's it's almost like area majority as well as tracks it is. because yeah. of the tug of war aspect of it. Because um, it's, it's not like it's you're close just. close for me
0: too, by the way. Because
1: you're not moving up a track, you're pulling back and forth on tracks. Yes. So that's a little different. Which I don't, I don't know of any other game that does that. I don't know of any other game where your opponent can tug you down a track.
0: I have to think about that. Multiple ones, especially. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it would
1: only really work in a head-to-head game like this. But yeah. I mean, that's that's a not very well-explored mechanic.
0: Well, okay. Another game that spoiler this is not on my list, but it would have made my top ten is Watergate. Uh-huh. Watergate, you know, was probably, yeah, seven or eight or something on my right. list. That does that to an extent. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. The I mean, really, all those type of games do. The the it, it, 13, it, uh, 13 Days, is that what it's called? I haven't played that one. The Cuba, Cuban Missile yeah. Crisis. That one is, is kind of does that, I guess. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, I, I really enjoy this one, but Caesar could have easily made my list too. I just had to pick one. I can't put right, both of them on there. Right. So that's Blitzkrieg, my number two. Awesome. Uh, my number
1: two is a... Oh, I'm, I'm blanking on the designer. Uh, Race for the Galaxy. Roll for the Galaxy. Uh, Tom Lehman? Is that who Yes, it is? Tom yeah. Lehman. Thank you. Uh, this is Res Arcana. Um, oh, no. <laughs> you forgot Fantasy Realms. Uh-huh. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so in Res Arcana, I, I don't understand how this game works. You get eight cards. And somehow you also make lots of crazy combos and do lots of cool stuff. Yes. With eight cards. Yes. Like I, I, like the genius behind that, I don't really understand. I mean, I understand now how it works. But like, if you were just to explain to me, hey, we're gonna play this game, and you're gonna have the ability to maybe, maybe if you're good, build eight cards. Yeah. And you're gonna tell me that that has a lot of strategy to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 again a. and this is something I think with these games a lot of these games that are smaller and also think you're they have a lot of broken combos Mm -hmm. or lots of combos like that's that's the way they derive their weight yeah Um, and that's how Res Arcana is because in Res Arcana um, you're going to draft eight cards maybe in the game um, in order for you to have them over the course of the game you're going to shuffle those up you're going to get three to start Um, in your hand and each round you're going to end up getting one more card there's other ways to get the cards out of your out of your deck and into your hand but for the most part you're slowly adding cards to your hand so that you can build them and then all these cards have abilities on them some of them are crazy (laughs) yeah some of them are just like engine building stuff so that every round when you uh beginning the round you're going to get some income so some of them are just going to give you income but some of them are going to give you like these crazy broken powers um and you're and you're essentially racing to points um it's 10 in the base game i think if you had both expansions it goes up to like Thirteen or fifteen, I'm I'm blanking off the top of my head. Yeah, and both expansions are great. By the way, I actually play with all of it now. Uh, every time I've only played with one of them, I don't remember which one it is okay. now. Um, and every game there's going to be five different places of power in the middle that you're kind of shooting for, and these are like really expensive. They're not cards; they're like they're these cardboard pieces, but they're essentially mega cards uh, for all intents and purposes because they have usually two to three abilities on them that are going to help you score points or do something else as well. And so you're trying to tailor your hand to get to these places of power to, to pump the points out as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. So it's really a race. And by the way... I thought I was good at this game, <laughs> <laughs> and then I played on BGA a few times, and I realized I have no clue <laughs> because <laughs> I've not been curb stomped that hard oh, <laughs> in a board no. game um, because it's it's a race, and so I like one of the games I got beat in like three rounds, and I was like, normally three rounds in you're building stuff up. This yeah, guy yeah. just like yeah. trashed me, and I, I I mean that's it didn't feel bad though. Yep, it felt like because it's so short. That's and that's what I like about it is that. If somebody gets a broken combo, it and it makes your head spin how fast it's over. But that's fine because you can just shuffle up and deal and do it again. Yeah, yep. Um, and that's one of those things that I really enjoy about these lighter, smaller—or not lighter, but smaller—games that feel heavier. Is that the turnaround is so quick. Yeah, yeah. Like it can it can be really a downer if you're playing a three-hour game in mm-hmm. an hour, and you look over and you're like, "Yeah, yep. I've lost this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's what's so great about Res Arcana, though. It's, it's, it's snappy. It's fast. It's got lots of satisfying engines. When you yep. get that engine built, you just feel so cool
0: activating all the powers. And yeah, it's great. It is one of those that you can build an engine where you do a ton of stuff and don't score do anything, anything. With it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I've been there. Usually when I'm doing that, it's the game that I get beat really quickly. Right. And uh, yeah. Yeah, this is a really good game, obviously, because I was shocked <laughs> that I forgot to put it on my list. Pretty sure this would have made my list, though. <laughs> this is a great game. I love it. I, this is actually moving up more and more for me, oh, too. Oh, me, too. I, I've yeah. really, really loved actually, this one.
1: I think my first... I think I taught you this. I think the first time we played it was together. Yes, that's right. Yep, yeah, you did. And it was... It, at that time, I thought, wow, this is really good. But, like, it's really grown on me over the over the last few years. So. Yeah.
0: Maybe... Uh, No, not my favorite. I still have... I put Roll for the Galaxy still higher than this one with that's all fair. the expansion stuff.
1: But... I still haven't played all the expansions for
0: Roll. Yeah, that's that's to. why it makes it so high okay. for me. I I think that's a great
1: pick. That's all uh, right, my number two, Res Arcana.
0: My number one is a uh, Devere Games is another one like Doctor Finn Games that does this well. You know, some smaller box games, Bamboo. We talked about a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. that that kind of fits this same. Although that's a, a longer game. This is Paris City of Lights or. <sighs> de la Lumiere. I don't know if that's how you say it, but that's that's the best I can do. You can't look up Paris City of Lights on BGG. You have to actually look up the French right. of that. That was a great French accent. By the way. Is no. Okay. All right. Well, that's my hardest. I tried my hardest. This game is a game where you have two phases. One, you're going to be um, taking these tiles and putting them out onto the board. You've got these tiles that you're just going to be picking them up and putting them out onto the board. I have my tiles. You have your tiles. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be overlapping. It's all the same board. But then the real crux of it comes is when you're putting putting the buildings out on the game uh, out onto the board. You're also sorry when you're putting those tiles out. You're also taking buildings, right? Because you want to match up your uh, your colors as best you can. So if you're orange and I'm blue, I want to try to get areas of blue that are going to be together so that I can put more and more buildings out because I can only build in my blue area. You're also going to be taking these postcards that will give you bonuses. They'll also you know, give you some points and things like that. This is a really quick, quicker game, like 30 minutes quick. to play. Yeah. Uh, Two-player only. I don't know if I said that already. Quick game, but it is super thinky. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really thinky. But it doesn't really have... It's not like you have a lot of AP, though, is the thing, because it still plays quickly, even though... Yeah. Even with AP, I, I think it still plays pretty quickly. Uh, it's one that you, you get done, and you're like, ooh... That was, you just destroyed me in that game. I need to <laughs> let's let's throw it back on the table and do this again. The expansion really adds a lot to this game, oh, does I it? think. Yeah, because okay. you're adding more postcards, you're going to mostly play with the same postcards from the base game. Right. And I just think it's interesting to have more options for the postcards. I think you play with 8
1: in each game. Mm-hmm. And that I think really, there's 12 maybe in the base
0: game, something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so the other the expansion is mostly or maybe all just postcards just postcards huh yeah
1: I've actually wondered if I should pick up the expansion i I've played this maybe like three times mm-hmm. and i I've enjoyed it every time it's just one of those that gets forgotten yep yeah it does I, I don't know why because it's it's super snappy
0: it's it's ranked 802 overall so maybe that's part of it nobody really it. talks about it but I, I I don't know I really like this game I this is one of my favorite two player like thinkier games like this
1: well what's cool about it is this is going off memory and it's been probably Three years since I played it, but don't you like take the postcards as one of your actions?
0: Yes. Yeah. So
1: like, it's like on your on in the th- second phase of in the game. second phase yeah. of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I I just liked the interplay of when you had to choose what. Yeah. In that. Um. And also like in the in the first phase, it's like laying down the tiles or playing, right?
0: Yeah. So it's either laying a tile down or taking one of the buildings, which are the um, polyomino yes. pieces. And
1: that's that's an interesting decision because it's almost a little push your luck. You're like, I really it want is. to build this out, but I really need to take that before Dean does. But yeah. if I take that, is he going to place this tile there and lock me out of being able to place that? Yep. And building? you don't want to have extra tiles because no, if you do, you're going to lose bad. points. Yeah. And,
0: and the, the neat thing about that, you're only going to build I, I, like, you know, four tiles right. or something like that at, you know, at, at most. But once you have put all of your square tiles on the board, you cannot take any more, you can't take any more buildings at that point. And uh. so you, if I think that's right. It's it's been a minute since I played this one too. I think that's right though. Um, and then you jump into that second phase, like right. you said. And then there's, do I take a postcard? Do I place a building? Right. Real simple decisions, but not a simple choice. No, no, not <laughs> at all, not at all. Because I got to do things before you do. Yes. But I also would like to be able to do this before you do this thing. So it's right. Really interactive. Love this one a lot. That is Paris, my number one Paris. Did I do it again, La Cité <laughs> de. I don't have it pulled up anymore. City of Lights. <laughs>
1: you have to, la if Cita gonna, de
0: la Lumiere.
1: You got you to channel Lumiere. Lumiere. You got to be like Beauty and the Beast. You got to be Lumiere if you're going to say that. You know? I'm right. not going to try it. They because should retheme re- <laughs>
0: re- this. Beauty and the Beast the theme, I think. That's oh, what yeah. Like. There you
1: go. I'd actually kind of like that. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so my number one and clearly the best game on this list. I mean, my list is better.
0: I would agree. Okay. except Except for my – no, I've got some really good picks. Let's see what you got. This is the determining factor right here.
1: Oh, well, then I definitely win. Okay. <laughs> so mine, this is my only big box, small playtime complex game on here.
0: Well, you've, you you just lost sense. the list. It's big box. <laughs> but we didn't say small box. You're right. You just
1: thought that in your head. That's not, I came up with this list. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I just, I can't read. That's my problem. Um, My number one is Heaven and Ale. Okay. So Heaven and Ale is, uh, gosh, it's so good. So in Heaven and hell you have your – you wouldn't call it a plantation. What would you call it? It's I, it's your modest, I know you're a monk uh-huh. making beer. Um, but you have your board, whatever you would call it. I don't remember. I'm terrible, terrible with the vernacular of board games. It's so bad. <laughs> maybe You can ask Dean. It frustrates farm. him in Lords of Waterdeep, <laughs> and they <we> call him <laughs> – Orange guys and purple guys instead of mages. And <laughs> I lose that battle every time, whatever will. it is. Let's call
0: it a farm. That makes sense, Farm right? Farm makes sense. I don't know if that's um, right. So
1: you have a light side and a dark side. Um, placing tiles on the dark side is going to help you get money. Placing tiles on the light side is going to help you move these different ingredients up a track. The thing that gets people in this game is you can score legitimately zero points. Mm-hmm. I've not seen zero. I think I've seen two or four. I won't mention who uh did that, someone in my game group who I like very much. I I'll I will keep their name, Mike, out of the... Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, it could have been. Mike's a listener, by the way. He so. is. I <laughs> uh, love him to death. I, I don't think he likes this game very much. But if you don't get all your ingredients up past the zero point, you don't score for that track. And yes. that's the bulk of your points. The rest of your points are going to be from these little casks that you can get, which are objectives, which mm-hmm. I love I love that part of the game. And I love the interplay with how you get those casks because on your turn, all you're doing is moving along Rondell and taking the tiles or doing an action from that rondel, You cannot go backwards. So each round is once around the rondel. And so sometimes you're tempted to jump really far ahead, mm-hmm. but if you do and then other people jump too, then you're getting way less tiles during a round. But if you stay behind, other people may take these discs that are what trigger your engine that you've been building with these tiles, and that's the crux of the game is when do I jump ahead? Yep. When do I grab that tile? When do I? And so none of it is overly difficult, but the decision space is just so dynamic mm-hmm. and and surprisingly interactive with that because I can't tell me many times I've played this game and I've groaned out loud at what somebody else did. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, no, I needed that so bad. Yeah. Um, there's some other little things in there that I could explain, but but the cool part with the objectives is, in a lot of games, it's like when you do the objective, you get it. Or it's if you've got this at the end of the game, you get it. Mm-hmm. With Heaven and Ale, there are two objective spots on the rondelle. And so you are basically forfeiting the chance to race to these things before other people in order to race to the objectives before other people. Yeah. So at the point when you place your uh, worker on that spot, you get however many of the objectives you fulfilled at that time. And that can win or lose you the game. Yep. Yeah. Deci- deciding oh, yeah. when to land on that spot can win or lose you the game. Yep. Um, yeah. I, think that's- I
0: tend to like games that have those objectives that, that uh, you want to, you want to load up as much as you can but in the first time you play this game, you're gonna you're gonna save too much to do that. Yes, uh, and that's a bad that's a bad move. You're gonna have to take some really not great objectives in that, you know, because later on you're gonna get bigger ones and you can't do all of them. And so yeah. I, I like that the money in this one is incredibly tight. Too. Oh, incredibly brutally tight. tight. Yeah, brutally tight. I would say. <laughs> you know,
1: that. it's funny. I taught this game. Um, the church we've been going to, they had a game night this last week, and so we went so we could meet some people. And uh, at the table were. Mostly newer gamers. And mm. I didn't realize this when I agreed to teach this game. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, like, one of the guys that basically Catan was, like, what he'd played. Oh, wow. Okay. And so um, that guy who had only played basically Catan did something that I've never seen anybody do in this game <laughs> and won. And I was so happy that he beat me <laughs> because, like, sometimes when you play these type of games, you get a meta built up, especially if it's with the same group. Mm-hmm. And where it's, like, this is, like, the optimal way to do this. Yeah. And he did completely backwards. He took those purple discs to trigger the engine before his engine ever got built on some things, like in the first round, just to get the bonus cards out early. Oh, yeah. And it ended up being at the end of the game so that when he got the last bonus card where it scores, it like sends the guy up for every purple that you have, Mm -hmm. he got to move his last ingredient like 10 times.
0: Oh, yeah. And so,
1: I mean, it... It was backwards from how I play this game, and he won. Now he he didn't win by a lot, but I was just so happy that
0: one I could win it all your first game. Yeah, that was a yeah. Huge deal in this. And one. I get I get
1: happy when I'm teaching new gamers and they get it. Yeah. So I was super happy. Now the game took forever, so it kind of went against this. Yeah. You know, short yeah. time frame. But when I say short time frame, this, if I'm playing with somebody who knows this game, we're playing a two player in thirty five forty minutes. Sure. Yeah. Um. You can play with four players in hour fifteen if they all know what they're doing. Yep. Um, it's also providing one of the craziest endings I've ever had in a game in that me and Wendy and Chris in our game group, we all scored 34 points and tied.
0: Whoa. It was a
1: three-way tie, 100% tie, and I don't remember what the tiebreaker was, but it was like we were 100% tied all the way across. Oh, wow. And I don't remember ever having... I think there's one other time I can remember ever in all the board game playing I've done where there was a three-way tie. Wow. Wow. So
0: Yeah, that's huge. That's um, huge. I love that. I love that in games when you have, when you have those... It's so tight. Really, and it and it really was tense tight game. And the yeah. funny
1: thing is, Chris knew if
0: he had made a different choice on his last turn, he would have won the game. So he was he was not happy. <laughs> yeah, all that. yeah. But, Okay, so I would not have put this on my list because I'd pick small box games, right. and I pick, got the list wrong. But this is a good pick. This is a really fun, excellent game. I might even put rivers Riverside. Is that the name of the other one that came out that year? Uh, did you ever play that one, River? River boats, river boats. Oh, river boats. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I would actually, if I were choosing between these two on this list, I would probably pick river boats. Although, okay. I don't know if you can play it that fast. It's, I think it's a tiny bit longer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But it, you know, whatever. It's yeah.
1: our list. You can say whatever you. You want. can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can, uh,
0: I pick. uh I pick Tw- Twilight Imperium for this game. <laughs> That's a great game. <laughs> yeah. You still haven't played that. No, I have not played it. We need I'm to do that at some point. All right, that is going to do it for this episode. I do want to make a big plug for for Jonathan's got some geek lists that I think oh, are, yeah. <laughs> are my favorites to follow. One is your your top list that you do every year. Yes, my uh, top 100. Yeah, super enjoyable to do that. The other one is your, uh, what's your, your <laughs> shelf, of shelf of shame list? Uh, so this year it's...
1: Oh man, I forgot which one this was. Was this the Shame Strikes Back? I don't. I don't know. I've gotten to where I'm naming them Star Wars names now. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because <laughs> this right. is year five, so it should be the Shame Strikes Back this year.
0: If you updated if I did it right, right now, right. it's not on my. It's not on my geek list on here right now. So um, I, I subscribe, but it's not well, on the ones that. Have it was a shelf
1: up, so. of Opportunity
0: at one point, <laughs>
1: and then right. it. Uh, it went back to shame. Let me look it up real quick.
0: Oh, it only has my geek list that I've. No, it's Uh, fine. I don't know how to find yours. Yeah,
1: it's Shelf of Shame Year 5, The Shame Strikes Back. There we go. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So next year will have to be Return of the Shame. (laughs) 100%. That is pretty fantastic. And then you're going to go back to the the, uh, prequels, right? No, it'll have to be number seven. What's oh, over? you can
0: go on to this. I don't remember the name of that one now.
1: Uh, the crappy Disney shame? I don't know. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Sorry for all the little ears out there. <laughs> but I do
0: recommend, you can find Jonathan on our, if, I mean, you can just search for him or, or we've got stuff on our on our guild. You can just find him in yep. our guild anywhere on there. But it was great having you on the show. I yes. appreciate you coming out. This yep. hopefully will not be the last time. Jonathan and I live in the same town, which is yep. Really nice to be able to come back to Meepletown Studio and dust off the old. Yeah, we're live. Yeah. We're, I'm looking in his eyes. Right I know. Now. <laughs> I know. This actually feels real good. It's been a while since since, since Johnny left the show. That's, yeah. that's been the last time. So, anyway, uh, let me tell you how you can get in touch with us and then we'll wrap this up. But if you would like to get in touch with Meepletown, you can go to any of our social media platforms. That's Meepletown Games. On all of those, you can go to our guild at 3407. You can also reach out to us through email. That is MeepleTownGames at gmail.com. And until next time, thanks for coming down to MeepleTown.